You're listening to TMI with Christine, a show where we give you way too much information about meal planning and time management. Hey there, I'm Christine Pittman, and this is Time Management Insider, a show where we share way too much information about meal planning and time management for inside the home. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to be talking with Trish James from Healthy Family Project. Trish was just at a natural products expo, like a trade show, and she had her eye on some new products out on the market, and she's going to be telling us all about the cool things that she spotted to make our cooking lives easier. I also have a wonderful meal plan for you at the end of the show that does some new things with frozen green peas and cucumbers and avocados. Lots of green stuff going on in that meal plan. As always, the meal plan is a variety of different dishes so that you're not getting bored, but they kind of use some of the same ingredients so that your grocery list stays short. So stay tuned for that. And I'm going to be back in a minute with a great tip about boiling water. You heard me right. My tip for today is about boiling water. So if you were listening last week, I was telling you about how I've started making cold brew concentrate. I make that once a week and then I mix it with boiling water in the morning to make coffee that is delicious and smooth, but that's also ready really quickly. Like, I don't know, it's just way easier to get my coffee going in the morning and to start drinking it and get caffeinated and get moving. Now, what I didn't say was part of the thing that I'm doing to get this coffee so quick in the morning is I have a kind of unusual kettle. My kettle has a button on it that says stay warm or keep warm, something like that. And when you push it, it just keeps reboiling the water every minute or so. And so I find it really great. Like in the mornings, like I was saying, I head over to the kitchen, put some water in the kettle, hit the boil button and the keep warm button. And then I go back to starting getting ready, making sure the kids are up. When I come back down, it's fine if the kettle boiled already a few minutes ago because it's probably boiling again already. So I love it for that. I also love it like just, you know, on the weekend sometimes or on lazy afternoons, I'll think I want a cup of tea. And so I'll go and I'll put the kettle on to boil water for making tea and then I get distracted and I head off wandering around the house doing other things and I come back half an hour later. Well, with this kettle, my water is still boiled. It it just keeps boiling. Now, it does have a feature on it. Don't be worried that if the water level gets too low, it turns off completely so you're never like in danger of it like boiling while it's empty. But definitely like if you just put it on and then you forget about it and you realize you want your tea 20 minutes later, you can go and get your tea and the water is going to be hot. So I love that kettle. I will put a link to the kettle in the show notes, but you can just like Google for, you know, kettle that keeps warm. I know this one like reboils every couple of minutes and it drives my boyfriend nuts if he's in the kitchen doing anything because it just keeps making this sound that starts up and then stops and starts up and then stops. 
But I used to have one that had a keep warm function where it actually had like a heating element in it that was at a lower temperature and it would just kind of keep that running all the time. So I think there are different options for what like kind of stay warm kettle you can find. And I just, I just love it. I feel like there is just always hot water ready for me when I want it and it saves me time in the morning and it leaves me kind of less frustrated when I want that relaxing cup of tea and then forget and then want it and then forget and then want it. So that is my tip for today. Find a kettle that will keep boiling or that will keep warm. You're listening to Christine talk about meal planning and time management, but do you know who she is? She's been helping households with her recipes and time management ideas for over a decade on CookTheStory.com and The Cookful. With over 2 million visitors per month on her websites and over 40 outstanding cookbooks, now she's talking to you directly on this podcast and accompanying newsletter. Go to CookTheStory.com slash newsletter and get her meal plans, recipes, and all her amazing ideas to help you and your family in the kitchen. Now back to the show. I am delighted to introduce you to Trish James today. Trish James has been in the grocery industry for 15 years and has been specifically in the produce industry for nine of those. She works mostly with health conscious brands and she works at Healthy Family Project where she's a vice president. And she just has so much information about what's going on in grocery stores and what's going on in the produce industry. And I know you're going to learn a lot from our conversation today. Trish, how are you today? Hi, Christine. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for being on the show. I love Healthy Family Project so much, so I'm always happy to talk with anybody from your team. I want to start by asking who is in your household and who does most of the cooking? Well, I, so it is me. I'm mom here. And then we've got my husband. He is Chris. And then I have my 15-year-old Christopher and my 11-year-old Matthew. And I probably do the lion's share of the cooking. However, when I say lion's share, it's probably 75%. I certainly don't do all of the cooking. My husband will, you know, do some of the cooking, especially during the summer, because I'm working and he's a school teacher. Mm. So he'll grill a lot during the summer, make, you know, pasta salads, macaroni salads, pull some stuff together so that he does most of the cooking in the summer, but the boys also cook, you know, they, we've had them in the kitchen since they were little, of course, with healthy family project, that is a huge push that we do something that I truly believe in giving them the skills of cooking and problem solving and everything that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. So they also cook a lot too. And, And during, you know, COVID, I couldn't, I wasn't physically able to cook three meals a day. And so they really stepped up and they, you know, are often making breakfast, making their own lunches. And every once in a while, they will step in and make dinner. My youngest especially loves to cook. Christopher will do it when he's asked, (laughs) but Matt really loves to cook. But we do, you know, a lot of HelloFresh meals in this house. We do a lot of Blue Apron meals in this house. And so what I really love about those is they are simple enough that Matthew can make them. And he will, I'll be like, oh, there's a blue apron one in there. Could you just grab which one you want and start, you know, start 
support that and he will make that. So we all, we all cook in the house. I'm probably the one that does the most, but during the summer, I think is when we all pitch in the most. That's really great. I love what you said about the HelloFresh and Blue Apron. I've been experimenting a little bit with HelloFresh lately, although I'm thinking of canceling it. That's a whole other story, but I've been experimenting. And I have really noticed how the recipes are written for like beginners or people who don't know a lot about cooking. You can really follow it so simply and have like a restaurant quality kind of meal at the end, you know? Yes, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we, it depends on the, on our mood. Sometimes we like Blue Apron because they're, it's a little bit more adventurous, the flavors. Mm-hmm. And my boys both are really into flavor. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll use, we'll use that. And also sometimes with Blue Apron, things come pre-chopped a little bit more than HelloFresh, oh. but it's really just what's, what's on their menu and what we're feeling that particular week. That's interesting. So sorry, this is not even why you're here to talk with it's me not- today, but now I want to talk about meal kits. No, so you have subscriptions to two different companies and you look at them both every week subscriptions to yeah i actually have subscriptions to three so i (sighs) do um hello fresh i do blue apron and then we have a local one here this (sighs) local person who makes meals now her meals are like 99 percent all done you just need to kind of pull them together Mm -hmm. so i really love them but yeah the blue apron and hello fresh i again they're about priced, I guess, evenly the same to me. Mm-hmm. It really depends on what we're feeling, what's on their menu. And we got a little bit bored with the HelloFresh meals because mm-hmm. just the, fla- the flavors. And mm-hmm. so I switched up and did some some Blue Apron. Now there's a couple good HelloFresh meals that were coming up that we like. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably do HelloFresh for a week or two. Now I don't do it every week. It's probably every other week. It depends on how busy we are, mm-hmm. but we we do the two meal plan. So two meals come on, on Tuesday morning or Tuesdays, you know, when FedEx comes mm-hmm. and that is really helpful because then I don't have to think about what I'm making for dinner. And again, I will say to either one of them, usually Matthew, but either one of them, hey, there's a Blue Apron one in there. Hey, there's a HelloFresh in there. Can you just pull whichever one you want out? And, and cook it. And they do. That That is amazing. I love everything about that because you're getting your kids cooking. They can totally do it because it's doable. It saves you time, both mm-hmm. in choosing what you're going to have that we, that yes. night, the grocery shopping, and somebody else can take it off your hands. So I just, yep. that is brilliant. Okay. I'm going to stop with that because otherwise we'll just talk <laughs> about it the whole time. What I really want to talk to you about is I know that you went to a trade show recently And I was hoping you would tell us about it. So what was the trade show you were at? Yeah, it was Natural Products Expo West. And that organization does two shows a year, one in the West Coast, one in the East Coast. And this year, of course, it was virtual. Most of the trade shows this past year was virtual. Mm -hmm. So this one was, and because of it, we were able, I was able to attend and really meet with some great brands that I, several of them I'd never heard of. Several, Some of them I did, but several of them I've never heard of and really they're kind of focusing on solutions, you know, across the board, both from infants to young adults to families and, you know, not outside, of course, with Healthy Family Project, you know, we focus a lot in the produce department, but these items are found in produce, found in center store, found in the dairy case, Mm -hmm. frozen foods, you know, all everywhere when you shop. So is your sense of it then that the Natural Product Expo in particular is really gearing towards like the healthy convenience foods? Is that sort of yep. what you mean by solutions and their focus? Yes, that's a great, yeah, that's a great way to put it. You know, they are a little bit healthier, maybe a little bit cleaner than your average 
center store item bag of chips, for example. So it's where it's a lot of snacking, a lot of drinks, a lot of juices, a lot of free range meat, free range eggs, grass fed dairy, those kind of products. Again, some of them, you know, you, you will recognize like uh, truly grass fed mm-hmm. or, you know, Lakeview Farms maybe. So you'll, you'll recognize some of the Lakeview Farms does the, the tribe dips in, in Delhi. So some of them you recognize, but then some of them are, I have never heard of them. And so I was really happy to, to meet with some of these organizations and learn more about their products. That is so cool. And I, you know, I've been to trade shows that you've been at. We've had cups of coffee mm-hmm. at trade shows many times, maybe glasses of wine too. And <laughs> I really enjoy them, but I haven't been to one in a long time and I've never been to a virtual one, but I'm really excited to find out what things caught your eye. So you tell us about some of the products that you're excited about. Sure. And I will start with, as I know this is, we're talking uh, back to school in this time frame, And so I'm going to start with one that I love for back to school. It is called Healthy Crunch. And what they are, there's granola bars and jams and chocolate, but they have a whole couple lines of different products. But the most exciting one for me, it's a school approved line. So they have a line of snacks that are free of the of allergens and they are approved to be safe in school. So this is this hits double for me. First of all, I have a severe peanut allergy and so we're very careful in this house of of if what's in the house. But secondly, of course, we have to be very careful what we send to, to send to school especially with snacks or at mm-hmm. lunch and I I probably take it to the to the extreme because I've experienced it. So I really love this product of, of, of items. You don't have to think about it. You just, you can use them in lunches. You can use them as snacks for elementary students and you don't have to think about it. And it's, 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 they're called school approved and it's great. So I, those are my favorite. I'm really excited about that. Um, I hope we can, we can work with that organization to kind of spread that word and, and how, you know, allergies can really impact kids, especially in school when they're not able to participate with other students who are eating something that they maybe cannot be near. So I'm excited about that line. That's my favorite one. There's other snacks, snacks, go wild snacks. They are like snacks, snack mixes, which is really interesting too. There was a lot of snack mixes. I will have to tell you granola mixes or trail mixes. And those are always so fun. I know with the boys, they love to eat like a whole bunch of stuff, just throw a whole bunch of cereal in a bowl or throw Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different dried fruit in a bowl. And they, you know, really enjoyed to eat that. So there was a lot of those kind of products. So I Mm -hmm. thought that that was very interesting. There was also a lot of juices, interestingly enough, a lot of like vinegar, uh, apple cider vinegar or kombucha, Mm. those kind of items. So Mm -hmm. be good beverages, G-U-D, B-G-U-D beverages. Mm -hmm. They are a whole line of apple cider vinegar beverages, which is great. I mean, apple cider is so good for you. And so to have something that's already, you know, already out, already have the apple cider mix in is really great. There was, oh, let me look. Oh, uh, pressed juicery. So this was really interesting because this was just really good whole juice. And mm. that I really liked too. So it was as close to as I could imagine you pressing your own fruit at home and creating, you know, juice. So that was really oh, exciting. Yeah. There was also a lot of plant-based products good, yeah. that was there. Of course, that kind of makes sense because of the, of the audience that they were having. But, you know, good groceries company, they had many 
vegetarian and good for you, all natural items. We had, let me look, I'm looking at my list here. We've got, oh, Holy (laughs) Veggie. They were great. They were a whole line of plant-based products. And I had never, I think they might be more popular than I know because I had never seen them. And so, but when I look, went onto their website, they were very interesting to they had a very interesting website, and I think that they have a, a lot of great items, which is exciting, especially for those who are plant-based. Big Mountain Foods, they were another company that had some plant-based products, which was exciting. So, And then, of course, oh, go ahead. I want to interject. No, no. What kind of yeah. plant-based products do these companies have? Holy Veggie and the other one you mentioned? What? Yeah, what are- so those are the ones like the pasta sauces or the pastas, you know, the actual noodle itself. Mm-hmm. Big Mountain, they have a whole line of like pizzas or mushroom bites or like veggie patties. So stuff that they have, I'm here looking on their website now, like a cauli crumble. So if you're having tacos, mm-hmm. you can have this cauliflower crumble and it's, it's this ground cauliflower and that's what you're putting in your tacos. Mm-hmm. It's plant-based, but there's a lot of veggies in it. So it's not necessarily, and this is what I, what I really loved about it. It's not soy based mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. sometimes soy can not agree with a lot of people too. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that have soy allergies. And so they steer away from the plant that your traditional plant-based or traditional vegetarian cheese or vegan cheese, for example, where it's soy-based. Right. In this particular example, their stuff is truly veggie-based and mm-hmm. plant-based, which I mm-hmm. thought was kind of exciting. So they have a whole line of different sausages and meat replacements, mm. little bites and little like nuggets, I guess, mm. for kids. So that was, I really liked that. That was really neat. Mm-hmm. And then the other company they have, let me look here. I've got my list going here. So Holy Veggie, again, this was one that I just, their website's just so beautiful, but they have something very similar. So again, we're not talking about soy-based substitutions, but these are actually veggie-based substitutions. Mm -hmm. So they also have, you know, like a cauliflower, buffalo cauliflower and ranch, ranch buffalo wings and, or cauliflower wings. Mm -hmm. And those kind of items where you're really putting the folk, shifting the focus to veggies versus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that soy substitute, maybe. This is, yeah, I'm looking at their website now too. It is nice. And it's really, it's really exciting to start seeing such seemingly healthy. I'm not reading the labels, so I'm, I'm just looking right, at the pictures. Right. Seemingly healthy things in this is the frozen food department, in the, yes. yeah, in boxes, in that like center grocery store area, like you said, we're taught to try to avoid the center of the store <laughs> if we're trying right. to mm-hmm. eat whole foods. But, mm-hmm. you know, we do, everybody, I don't know about everybody, I do dip into those aisles for a variety of things. Oh, of and to know that I can be looking for these healthier options or ideas too. Like I'm just like, you know, we were talking about meal kits, but I'm looking, they've got these veggie full meals, sweet and spicy chickpea dinner. Like they've just got some things like that, which would be fun to grab for a quick dinner and not feel quite as bad about it as a frozen pizza, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it's so interesting that you said that because, oh goodness, probably like 10, 15 years ago now when I worked as a, a category manager in the produce department, our plant-based, and I'm, you can't see it, but I'm using quotes right now. Our, you know, vegan basically section was this two-foot section in a produce department that had, oh, I don't know, maybe 20 SKUs, maybe 30 SKUs. It just didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of variety. And mm-hmm. so it's 
that was one of the things that I walked away from this particular show saying like, oh my gosh, to be now really any aisle in the grocery store and be able to find these products Mm -hmm. where you're not Mm -hmm. isolated to this just little section where your variety is so, so limited. Mm -hmm. It's really exciting. So it's interesting that you said that too, because as a shopper, that's kind of what I'm excited about is that I don't have to go to this one section and pick from 30 items. Mm -hmm. I can shop the store and Mm -hmm. really find a variety. Yeah. And it may, it makes so much sense to me right now. I'm really excited about the plant-based trend, I guess I would call it. Not like, obviously there's the, the convenience foods that you're finding, but I mean, even just, you know, we always knew about veganism and we always knew we're supposed to be eating more vegetables, but those things weren't like united in a way. That like you could, okay, maybe I'm not going to be vegan, but I'm going to eat more vegetables. And the way I'm going to do that is by having this vegan-like diet sometimes, you know? Exactly. And And you said that you nailed it right on the head. I know somebody, a family that is plant-based and they're, they're not vegan. They're not vegetarian. They're not going to, if they're in the mood for something that's meat or in the mood for something that's dairy or, or, you know, they'll eat it. But this particular family, they basically said 90% of what we're eating Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is veggie-based and plant-based. And so it just shifts that conversation because Mm -hmm. you're not not like, oh my gosh, you're vegan. You can't eat anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know what to cook for you. It's not not that conversation. It's, hey, let's just get more fruits and veggies on the plate. And that's obviously what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And it's easier for like choosing restaurants and yes, having people over and all of that. Not that I'm going to discriminate against my vegan and vegetarian friends. I love having you over even when I'm making special foods. That's totally cool. But (laughs) when you're trying to make that decision for yourself or your family to transition to something and know that, okay, wait, where are we going to eat when we go on vacations? Where are we going to – you don't have to wrestle with all of that because you're not – fully restricted. You're just partly restricted. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. So I know, yeah, you used to be in a produce department and you work for Healthy Family Project. I'm curious about the produce department. Are there any new, what is the new zoodles or new cauliflower rice? Is there anything (laughs) like that coming up? Right. Yeah. No. So in the produce department, you know, cauliflower is still having, having a show. They're still exciting. It's, there's, there's all kinds of different products that come out constantly and not only different products, but different recipes, which is kind of exciting because mm-hmm. that's what, where you get the Buffalo cauliflower. This is where you get, like I had just said to my son, we got cauliflower in our CSA this week. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh, what, you know, what do you want to do with it? And he's like, Oh, let's mash it. So, you know, there's, there's, there's do different ways to prepare it than mm-hmm. just boiling, you know, ahead of cauliflower. So cauliflower is still having its day. We're seeing a lot of new and interesting dips. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, Yokero, they are a dip company and they do avocado and they do hummus and they do all kinds of different dips. And they, you're just seeing a lot of those new and interesting dips that are coming out. Some now they are not chickpea based, but some, you know, there's also a line of chickpea based 
hummuses. You can get like a chocolate chickpea based hummus that you can then pair with apples and pears. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so those kind of things, I think that that right now, that section in that category is starting to really get interesting. So you're not going to have 30, uh, 30 different companies creating, you know, guacamole, but instead Mm -hmm. they're really going to say, okay, well, what can we do with this guacamole and let's make it more fun and let's make it more interesting. So great. um, I think that that's coming up. What was the name of the dip company that you mentioned at the beginning of that? I have to, I, the chocolate dip, I have to Google. Let oh. me Google. <laughs> I can't remember that one, but that one is in my grocery store. They, it's a chickpea line. Oh. And let me see. Okay, so I can't find that brand that I was talking about for the for the chocolate chickpea dip. I know it's out there, but Yokiro, you know, they are a new line of salsas and quesos and guacamoles mm. and so fresh and just really I, I can't it, you, you feel like you've made it in your in your kitchen. It's that mm. fresh and it's really just very, very delicious. And they come with all kinds of different packs. Of course, the snack packs for lunch boxes, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the big tubs if you're having guests over. Mm. But the ingredients are simple and they're fresh. And it really has it's been so interesting working with them because you can just taste the difference I think in their products. I really love that. I'm always looking for little little packets of things to put in the kids' lunches to just make it a little more interesting or, or get some, you know, I, I give them carrots or cucumbers quite often that those are their like lunch preference vegetables. So just trying to um, spruce those up with something fun is always a great idea. Yeah, exactly. And what's also great about this particular brand, Yokiro, not only do they have guac, but they just also have just smashed avocado too. So if you're not really feeling, you know, the whole guacamole, you're not going to have it, you know, you want it on maybe toast, right? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. you can get their smashed avocado for for toast. And that makes it really good too. I've actually seen that brand now that you mentioned that. Yes, I've actually thought about getting it because yeah, I don't always want the exactly like Tex-Mex or Mexican flavor. Sometimes I just want avocado. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Wonderful. And so what about any new packaging or vegetable? I guess they wouldn't have packaging at the natural product expo. I'm thinking about the other one. Any other like new vegetables or things that we're going to be seeing more of that you can think of or fruits, I guess? Yeah, I don't, there wasn't tons of different packaging there, Mm -hmm. but I will tell you that you do have some, one thing that I did see was different commissions or different, like this National Soybean Commission, for example, Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, United Soybean Board is what their official name is. But so they were there and they were really talking about how to incorporate soybeans into meals and being Mm. exciting and kind of like what they want to be the new cauliflower. So <laughs> how do we do get this from being a staple maybe in food service or, or a staple that people don't really think of when mm-hmm. they want to prepare a veg or in this place, this case, it's a legume, but mm-hmm. when they don't, you know, it's not the first thing that comes to mind. And so they're starting that conversation. They're starting to say, okay, well, how, how can we be in this place? And so I think that what you're going to see is a couple of these commissions or these boards, commodity boards is what we call them, come out and say, okay, there's so much that we, you can do with an apple, for example, or there's so much you can do with a soybean, or there's so much you can do with a head of broccoli or whatever the case may be. Let us Mm -hmm. show you 
what you can do with it. And let's, let us be like the one voice. Mm -hmm. So you're not competing with all of the different companies that make grow broccoli, but Mm -hmm. there's just one voice that's saying, eat more broccoli. We see that with the U.S. Cranberry Board. We see that with the National Watermelon Board, where their job is just to show people how to eat more watermelon, for example, 12 Mm -hmm, months out mm -hmm. of the year and use different pieces of it. So actually, it's so interesting. We have a recipe on our site where they used the watermelon rind Mm. and made barbecue sauce. So it's Ah. something like, so, and that came from the board. And so you will see different Mm -hmm. organizations. Again, they're not necessarily companies that you Mm -hmm. would see on your shelf, but just know that there's somebody behind the scenes that's job is to just promote that fruit or just promote that veggie. That is such a great point. I have a friend actually who works for the sweet potato board doing a lot of their recipe Mm. development and that sort of thing. Jill, who was on episode 48 of this show, actually. And I, it's one of those things where if I want a sweet potato idea, I will Google the sweet potato board. You know what I mean? And and there is like the source. These are the people who are thinking about sweet potatoes that they want. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea is if you want to get ideas to use something, try and track down the board, commodity board or organization of it. And then you're getting, especially when it comes to whole ingredients, right? Mm -hmm. Because then you're getting like... Yeah, the people who are the experts on that topic who are going to tell you about it. And, you know, even with the cranberry board, U.S. cranberries, they represent frozen cranberries, fresh cranberries, cranberry sauce. Like, Mm -hmm. they just want you to eat more cranberries. So you might be able to find, like, an awesome recipe with for that last can of cranberry sauce that you have in your (laughs) pantry from Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know. And they, but they just want to help you eat more of that particular fruit. And so I think, at least in, it seems to me over the years, those boards and commissions, they seem to be having a stronger voice and really getting, mm-hmm. I think, you know, obviously social media has helped them such a long way because mm-hmm. they're able to really talk to consumers in a way that they weren't able to, you know, maybe 20 years ago. I really love that. I think that's a wonderful tip. I want to say, Trish, thank you so much for being on this show. And can you tell people if they want to continue this conversation, ask questions, find out more about Healthy Family Project or any of the products you've talked about, where would be a great place for them to find you? Yep. So we are healthyfamilyproject.com is the source of all kinds of information. And we partner with a lot of these companies. Some of them, we do not though. So this is just me uh, kind of running through my list of everyone that I was interested in. But you can find a lot of this information on our website. Of course, we are on every social channel that there is. And then we also have a Facebook community called the Healthy Family Project on Facebook. And that's kind of where we go. And people ask all kinds of questions, not only for food related questions but any kind of parenting related questions we're in there too and they have a really nice little community that is always willing to give some advice or or information or tips or recommendations so definitely check us out on that too yeah i'm in that group too i really like it there's some really great conversations going on well thank you so much and have a great day all right great thanks christine thanks for having me Isn't Trish just full of information? And I am totally craving cranberries right now. 
you know, I was actually just in a conversation with my PR representative and I was pitching to them that we should try and make cranberry the new pumpkin spice because it's just so like quintessentially holiday themed for like the fall and Thanksgiving and then Christmas, both in like cranberry sauce side dish kind of things, but also muffins and smoothies. And I even have a recipe on Cook the Story where you mix together horseradish sauce and cranberry sauce and make like a spread or dip to have with beef or steak. So you can do all kinds of great stuff with cranberries. I'm so excited about being in the fall season and getting into all those delicious flavors that make me so happy. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some different flavors. We're going to move into the meal planning portion of this episode. I have a meal plan for you this week that's five dinner recipes. And you can get it if you go to cookthestory.com slash meal plans. And this one is number 50, five zero. That means that there are 50 of these meal plans for you at that location on Cook the Story. And they're really great. They are all meal plans where I've tried really hard to have a variety of like different kinds of food and different kinds of meals, different ethnic ideas, different side dishes, different proteins, all of that. But at the same time, I'm keeping an eye on trying to use a lot of the same ingredients on a given meal plan so that your grocery list stays shorter. And to that end, also just to make grocery shopping easier, each of these meal plans comes with a printable grocery list for you. So you can just print that off and take it to the store. So that is how I am trying to help you. I am so grateful that you are listening and I hope that helps you out. Okay, so let us dive into the meal plan for this week. We are starting with green pea soup. So you might be familiar with like split pea soup, which involves like little legumes that kind of take a while to simmer. Instead for this one, you're using frozen peas, like a bag of frozen peas. It has ham in it, just like the traditional split pea ham soup has in it. But this one is using the fresh peas and you're pureeing them and heating them up. It's really tasty. It tastes a lot like a lentil or split pea soup, but like with this extra bright flavor because the peas are fresh, not dried. And you're gonna have that with some toasted baguette with some smashed avocado spread on it. So we're doing like a green themed dinner to start off the week with the green soup and then the avocado toast. Now on day two of this meal plan, you are making a big batch of chicken, enough chicken for three meals for your family because you're gonna use it on this second day and then on the two days after it. And you're gonna do the brown sugar chicken recipe that's been on this meal plan before because it's really popular. It's just, it's like sweet and spicy and smoky, really delicious, but super easy. You're just sort of mixing some stuff together and putting it in the oven. So make a big pan of that. And you're gonna serve that with a grain side dish. You can do rice, farro, quinoa, anything like that. And then you're gonna do a creamy cucumber salad. This is one of my favorite side dishes ever. It's sliced cucumbers with a little bit of sour cream and lots of fresh dill. And so it comes together in just a couple of minutes, but it's got so much flavor, really yummy. Okay. On day three of this meal plan, you're gonna do a twist on a Cuban sandwich. So you're gonna use some baguette like you had on the first day with your green pea soup, but not toasted this time. It's going open face and on the baguette, you're gonna put some of the leftover brown sugar chicken. You're gonna put some ham. You're gonna put some mozzarella cheese and you're gonna put some sliced pickles, but I'm gonna give you a recipe for your own homemade quick pickles. They just take a few minutes and they're wonderful on that. 
sandwich. And with that, you're going to have a salad that is baby spinach, tomatoes, and bell pepper with some ranch dressing. So that is day three, chicken Cuban sandwiches with spinach salads. Then on day four, you're going to use some more of that brown sugar chicken, but this time you're doing like a burrito bowl, chicken and gouda burrito bowl. So that that gouda is going to go really nice with that smoky sweet flavor on the chicken. That's the idea there. Your burrito bowl is going to have as its base, whatever grain that you had on the other day, you make extra of that. So it'll either be the rice, farro or quinoa. And then you're going to have the warmed up leftover chicken, some gouda, and you're going to top it all with spinach, tomatoes, bell peppers, cucumbers, and green onions. So really nice, bright, fresh, crunchy flavors on top of all that warm, delicious, cheesy, meaty, carby stuff underneath. Okay, now day five, last day of the week, we are doing shrimp enchiladas. I love these shrimp enchiladas. They've got buffalo sauce and tomato sauce. There's avocado, there's tomatoes. It's all done in corn tortillas. So you get some of that nice flavor, like a corn chip kind of thing going on, but soft because it's enchiladas. So that is how we're wrapping up the week with those shrimp enchiladas. And that is also our wrap for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Trish, for being such a wonderful guest. Thank you to Caroline and her team from Wild Home Podcasting for producing this episode. And as always, thank you to Audio Snack for all of the great music. Have a great week. Bye.